Welcome to the Aspieland Podcast. I'm your host, John Allen. Come with me on an adventure into the world of Asperger's Syndrome, also called Autism Spectrum Disorder. Everyone is welcome here, whether you have the disorder or you're interested in learning more about it. We're here to help you understand, share, and relate. We're just about to get started, so come on in. Greetings and welcome once again to Aspieland. My name is John Allen, and I am honored to be your host. If you're new to this podcast, you're especially welcome here. And please know as well that you're in a place of acceptance and understanding, both for you who have Asperger's Syndrome and Autism Spectrum Disorder and those of you who do not. These podcasts aren't just for those of us on the spectrum, but for those of you who have a working relationship with someone on the spectrum, or perhaps you're otherwise connected with one or more of us. I want to help those of you who have Asperger's Syndrome Autism Spectrum Disorder understand and function in the neurotypical world. For those of you who are neurotypical, I want to help you understand Autism Spectrum Disorder and how it all works and why we do the things we do. See, the idea here is to learn about each other and understand each other so that we can coexist, we can make new friends with each other, and we can gain great relationships through looking at life through each other's eyes. I grew up as an only child. I had three brothers and three sisters, and what seemed like countless aunts, uncles, cousins, and relatives. I had neighbors with kids, and I mean lots of kids, not to mention the kids I saw in school growing up. I know, I know, I hear you saying, wait a minute, you said you were an only child. Well, I was. I grew up as a child on the spectrum. While I didn't learn all about the spectrum or that I was on the spectrum until I was like 60 years old, nonetheless, I was that way from the beginning. So why would I say things that appear to be a contradiction in terms, like being an only child? Well, because I was never a part of anything. I was always left out. And in my days, we had to walk to school, sometimes a long way. And I did walk to school, but I walked alone. I sat in the school cafeteria alone. And when I sat in my school classrooms, the other kids would all sit two or three chairs away from me. I was never invited to parties or to hang out with somebody. Now, mind you, it wasn't because I wasn't trying to make friends, because I was or that I wasn't trying to be with all the other kids that were around me. I was. I just never got picked. I never got chosen. I was always left alone. It was because I live in a world that is not geared for people like me. Because being on the spectrum made me alone and unloved, unappreciated, and unable. Today I'm going to talk about something that perhaps brings those of us on the spectrum down so low that it's, we feel like it's almost impossible to get out. It's the feeling of not belonging. It always reminds me of a song from the movie The Muppets Take Manhattan. You ever see Muppet movies? I loved all of the Muppet movies. And at any rate, this song was used in a commercial just recently. And Kermit sings it. Look at me. Here I am right where I belong. And it begins in that solo with such a feeling of melancholy 
that it always strikes me when I remember it. So I named this episode Right Where I Belong. Couple of things before we go any further. I'd like to thank each and every one of you who are listening to this podcast and any of the other podcasts. It's a real great privilege for me to bring you these messages. And it's my fondest wish that those of you with Asperger syndrome, autism spectrum disorder, would gain confidence in yourselves. That would bring relief from your strife and hope for your future. And for those of you who are neurotypical, I hope these messages are not only informative, but will spur you on to reach out and help make relationships happen for all of us who may have autism spectrum disorder or other neurodiverse conditions for that matter. Also, if you would, please subscribe to the podcast through the aspieland.org website. And if you can, donate to the podcast. It's easy. Just go to the website, aspieland.org, and get to the donate page. And it doesn't matter how big or how small the donation. It all goes into the making of this podcast. I don't make magazines. I don't do newsletters. I don't sell little trinkets of this or that or pencils or pens. None of that. I don't do any advertising. Every penny goes into the making and production of this podcast. Okay. Let's get back to right where I belong. <laughs> One of the worst feelings in the world is the feeling that you don't belong to anything, that you don't have a place, you don't have a purpose, and you begin to wonder why you're here in the first place. Well, that's putting yourself in a really low place. The experiences of being rejected by others, both as a child and as an adult, regardless of the exact conditions of those experiences, have a lasting effect on how you and I view ourselves and the value we place on ourselves. One of the things we do as people on the spectrum is that we tend to think of ourselves in a more lower estate than we should. And that's because of our environment, the world that we live in. And what is that world? Well, we live in a world that is called a neurotypical world. And some clinicians are now starting to call it the neuromajority world. I kind of like that one. It's a world that's not designed to readily accept us. And as a matter of fact, it doesn't readily accept anyone who is different from that neuromajority. Now, I realize that this sounds like I'm taking an us and them approach. That's actually not my intention. I'm simply pointing out one of the distinct differences of the neurotypical culture. Have you ever felt like you were so alone that you couldn't go anywhere? Like everything was dark around you and you couldn't do anything because every time you would attempt something, it would fail? Well, I'm here to tell you that failure is not your normal. I want you to understand that being on the spectrum is not your fault. Now, for those of you who are neurotypical or in the neural majority, please listen to this and try to see if it'll give you some insight, because this is important stuff. If you're on the spectrum, like I am, your being on the spectrum is not the result of being sick. It's not the result of you having an illness. It's not the result of a medicine gone wrong, like a vaccine. And it's not the result of bad parenting. It's something that you've always had, even if you were diagnosed later in life, like me, you've always had this, 
and you'll always be on the spectrum. Being on the spectrum means that your physical brain is wired differently than everyone else's. There are synapses in the brain that aren't quite doing their job, and there are neurons in the brain that are functioning differently. And these differences affect how you act, how you do things, how you talk, how you communicate. And these differences between us are confusing to the neuromajority or the neurotypical. As a result, it becomes really hard for those who are neurotypical or in the neuromajority to quite understand you. And rather than dealing with that directly by talking or discussing or trying some other positive things, the tendency is to kind of brush you aside and say, well, they're not well, mistakenly thinking that you're ill. This isn't because neurotypicals are mean or anything like that. It simply means that their life experience is not like our own. The neurotypical or the neuromajority culture does not generally accept vast differences in the basic things like communication or social behavior and such. You are not ill. You do not have mental illness. And you are not lacking sanity. You are simply different. And different can be good. Different doesn't have to be a bad thing. You don't have to feel so low that you feel like you can never be part of this world. Let me help you work this out and work on finding that place where you belong. One of the first things you need to try is to think about yourself differently. That's called changing your paradigm. Knowing that you're not a product of a mistake or bad medicine and all those things we just talked about, it's not that kind of thing. It's all about embracing who you really are. Over the years, I had one rejection after another, each one adding to the feelings of loneliness and worthlessness. I actually believed that I was a castaway, a person unable to fit in anywhere. And I learned to live without having friends and have survived by convincing myself that I really was an alien and that I didn't belong. Does anyone listening relate to this? Have you ever felt like this? Well, I started compensating for it. You know, a lot of us get really good at hiding our issues and managing to get by. We start faking it because deep inside, there's this longing for being like everyone else, for being part of the rest of the world. And I'm going to touch on that later on in this podcast. So whenever I was faking it, to make other people in the world believe that I'm just like they are, I might say something or do something that looks a little bit off, a little bit different for them. I'd make up excuses and find some clever way of deflecting the problem that I couldn't really relate or label even if I wanted to. Well, now is a good time to change that because the you that's underneath all that crud we just talked about is a beautiful, and wonderful person who has fabulous ideas and drive and energy and love and emotion and actually does belong. Sometimes we just need to change and embrace who we are. Yes, we're wired differently, and just because people look at you differently and treat you differently doesn't mean you have no place in this world. Being different means you're unique. You are a singularly unique person. 
And I don't know any other way to put that other than what I just said. Think of it this way. I'll, I'll ask you a question. Who made the rule that said every person must be the same? I don't hear any answers. That's because it doesn't exist. There is no such rule. See, God made everyone different for a reason, because there's beauty in being different. There's beauty in being diverse. There's beauty in seeing things differently and seeing things from different points of view. That's why there's so many wonderful things in this world, because everyone brings their own special thing into it. The reason that you are on the spectrum and are different from those who are not on the spectrum is simply a matter of how your brain is set up. And each person on the spectrum, believe it or not, is different, even amongst themselves. That makes everything work beautifully together. For example, why would we want to have anything in the world be exactly the same? If every painting were the same, would they have beauty? one to another? If the birds were all the same, where would the beauty and the wonder be in that? The beauty is that everybody sees things differently. And that means everyone, regardless of who they are, or where they're from, or whether they're artistic or not. That's why books and stories are all different. That's why artwork is different, and paintings are different. That's all part of the beauty of the human condition. So if you're feeling low because you're different, well, there's no reason to feel that way. Now, I agree, there are things in your environment you cannot change, but you can change how you react to it. You can change your outlook. You can look in the mirror, and I suggest you do this, look in the mirror and say to yourself, I'm a worthwhile person. I'm a person that has value. I'm a person that has things to contribute. And you know what? All of those things are true. And you can walk with your head up high knowing that that's the case. For those of us who are on the spectrum, feeling worthless and cast out from the rest of the world may have a tendency to make us think that we're all alone in the world. Well, that, my friends, is the furthest thing from the truth. We are all whether we're on the spectrum, whether we're neurotypical, or whether we're in the neuromajority, we're all made to be part of a community. From the beginning of time, humans have lived and survived because of community. In earliest times, humans lived in groups, kind of a precursor to what we call a community. Groups of people shared food and shelter and a common bond of understanding in order to survive a very seriously different world than we are in now. These groups became families, and families grouped themselves into tribes. Well, these tribes became villages, and the villages became towns. Towns became cities, and so it goes. It's kind of in the DNA that we exist to this day. It's built into us to need others, to need companionship and community, just like I mentioned earlier. The old saying written by John Donne, the English poet, is true. No man is an island entirely of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent. Did you ever have a special person in your life, someone you'd never forget, 
These special people become our role models and have patterns of life that we want to follow. Well, that is the wiring of community built into each and every one of our lives. You need people, and whether we like it or not, we thrive because of that need for people. Take this example. Have you ever worked together with someone you just clicked with? The more you work with them, the better you felt. And the work you did together was enjoyable and exciting, not to mention rewarding, and it's a higher quality of work than you would have done if you'd done it yourself. That's the connection that is made because we are wired for others. We have a fundamental need to be in community with other people, be it one person or a group of a hundred. Researchers are now learning that we thrive on relationship. Michael Platt is a PhD and biological anthropologist from the University of Pennsylvania's Perelman School of Medicine. He was moderating a press conference on the social brain and he said, and I quote, human beings are wired to connect and we have the most complex and interesting social behavior out of all animals. The social behavior, he continues, allows us to come together and do things we wouldn't be able to do on our own. Okay, let's put that in perspective. If you're struggling with feeling like you don't belong, like you have nothing to contribute because everything you do seems to backfire, consider all the things I've talked about. The fact that you're a unique person with something to contribute and that you need others to help you face the world and grow into it. Take all of this together. It should be easy to see now that you have value, and there just might be. In fact, I would almost guarantee there is someone out there who sees the things that you can do, and the ways that you are, and the ways that you look at life, and be forever changed for the better because of it. Pretty cool, huh? Our world needs you your wonderful way of looking at things, your abilities, your faults, your ups, and your downs. We all need the real you on the inside because you are indeed a special person who helps give the world its beauty, its richness, and its diversity. And you know what? Because of all of that, you are exactly right where you belong. Well, I hope these things have helped you on your journey through life, and let me know how you're doing by emailing me at john at aspieland.org, or you can email me at aspieland.org at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Now, be sure to check the website, aspieland.org, where you can subscribe to the podcast, and please try to make a donation if you can. That'd really help keep things running. Stay safe, my friends, and remember that you are right where you belong. Okay? We'll meet up next time in Aspieland. Thanks for listening to the Aspieland podcast. If you like this podcast, pass the word. This podcast is for everyone, whether you have Asperger's syndrome or not. Because the more who listen, the better our opportunity to become more sensitive and compassionate, not only to those who have the disorder, but to all humankind as well. Thanks for visiting, and I hope you'll listen again.